This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth Table. Presented by Innervar City Press. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Job chapter 7, verses 6 through Job chapter 9, verse 35. My days are swifter than a weaver's shuttle, and they come to an end without hope. Remember that my life is but a breath, that my eyes will never again see happiness. The eye of him who sees me now will see me no more. Your eyes will look for me, but I will be gone. As a cloud is dispersed and then disappears, so the one who goes down to the grave does not come up again. He returns no more to his house, nor does his place of residence know him anymore. Therefore, I will not refrain my mouth. I will speak in the anguish of my spirit. I will complain in the bitterness of my soul. Am I the sea or the creature of the deep that you must put me under guard? If I say, my bed will comfort me, my couch will ease my complaint, then you scare me with dreams and terrify me with visions so that I would prefer strangling and death more than life. I loathe it. I do not want to live forever. Leave me alone, for my days are a vapor. What is mankind that you make so much of them, that you pay attention to them, and that you visit them every morning and try them every moment? Will you never look away from me? Will you not let me alone long enough to swallow my spittle? If I have sinned, what have I done to you, O watcher of men? Why have you set me as your target? Have I become a burden to you? And why do you not pardon my transgression and take away my iniquity? For now I will lie down in the dust, and you will seek me diligently, but I will be gone. Job chapter 8. Then Bildad the Shuhite spoke up and said, How long will you speak these things? Seeing that the words of your mouth are like a great wind, does God pervert justice, or does the Almighty pervert what is right? If your children sinned against him, he gave them over to the penalty of their sin. But if you look to God and make your supplication to the Almighty, if you become pure and upright, even now he will rouse himself for you and will restore your righteous home. Your beginning will seem so small since your future will flourish. For inquire now of the former generation and pay attention to the findings of their ancestors. For we were born yesterday and do not have knowledge since our days on earth are but a shadow. Will they not instruct you and speak to you and bring forth words from their understanding? Can the papyrus plant grow tall where there is no marsh? Can reeds flourish without water? While they are still beginning to flower and not ripe for cutting, they can wither away faster than any grass. Such is the destiny of all who forget God. The hope of the godless perishes, whose trust is in something futile. 
whose security is a spider's web. He leans against his house, but it does not hold up. He takes hold of it, but it does not stand. He is a well-watered plant in the sun. Its shoots spread over its garden. It wraps its roots around a heap of stone, and it looks for a place among stones. If he is uprooted from his place, then that place will disown him, saying, I have never seen you. Indeed, this is a joy of his way, and out of the earth others spring up. Surely, God does not reject a blameless man nor does he grasp the hand of the evildoers. He will yet fill your mouth with laughter and your lips with gladness. Those who hate you will be clothed with shame and the tent of the wicked will be no more. Job chapter nine. Then Job answered, truly, I know that this is so, but how can a human be just before God? If someone wishes to contend with him, he cannot answer him one time in a thousand. He is wise in heart, mighty in strength, and who has resisted him and remained safe? He who removes mountains suddenly, who overturns them in his anger, he who shakes the earth out of its place so that its pillars tremble, he who commands the sun and it does not shine and seals up the stars, he alone spreads out the heavens and treads on the waves of the sea. He makes the bear, Orion, and the Pleiades, and the constellations of the southern sky. He does great and unsearchable things and wonderful things without number. If he passes by me, I cannot see him. If he goes by, I cannot perceive him. If he snatches away, who can turn him back? Who dares to say to him, what are you doing? God does not restrain his anger. Under him, the helpers of Rahab lie crushed. How much less then can I answer him and choose my words to argue with him? Although I am innocent, I could not answer him. I could only plead with my judge for mercy. If I summoned him and he answered me, I would not believe that he would be listening to my voice. He who crushes me with the tempest and multiplies my wounds for no reason. He does not allow me to recover my breath, for he fills me with bitterness. If it is a matter of strength, most certainly he is the strong one. And if it is a matter of justice, he will say, who will summon me? Although I am innocent, my mouth would condemn me. Although I am blameless, it would declare me perverse. I am blameless. I do not know myself. I despise my life. It is all one. That is why I say he destroys the blameless and the guilty. If a scourge brings sudden death, he mocks at the despair of the innocent. If a land has been given to the hand of a wicked man, he covers the faces of its judges. If it is not he, then who is it? My days are swifter than a runner. They speed by without seeing happiness. They glide by like reed boats, like an eagle that swoops down on its prey. If I say I will forget my complaint, I will change my expression and be cheerful. I dread all my sufferings, for I know that you do not hold me blameless. If I am guilty, why then weary myself in vain? If I wash myself with snow melt water and make my hands clean with lye, then you plunge me into a slimy pit and my own clothes abhor me. For he is not a human being like I am that I might answer him, that we might come together in judgment. Nor is there an arbiter between us who might lay his hand on both of us, who would take his rod away from me so that his terror would not make me afraid. Then would I speak and not fear him, but it is not so with me. New Testament reading, Luke chapter 4, verse 16 through 30. Now Jesus came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day, as was his custom. He stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written, 
The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and the regaining of sight to the blind, to set free those who are oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fixed on him. Then he began to tell them, Today, this scripture has been fulfilled, even as you heard it being read. All were speaking well of him and were amazed at the gracious words coming out of his mouth. They said, Isn't this Joseph's son? Jesus said to them, No doubt you will quote to me the proverb, Physician, heal yourself, and say, What we have heard that you did in Capernaum, do here in your hometown too. And he added, I tell you the truth, no prophet is acceptable in his hometown. But in truth I tell you, there were many widows in Israel in Elijah's days, when the sky was shut up three and a half years, and there was a great famine over all the land. Yet Elijah was sent to none of them, but only to a woman who was a widow at Zarephath in Sidon. And there were many lepers in Israel in the time of the prophet Elisha, yet none of them was cleansed except Naaman the Syrian. When they heard this, all the people in the synagogue were filled with rage. They got up, forced him out of the town, and brought him to the brow of the hill on which their town was built, so that they could throw him down the cliff. But he passed through the crowd and went on his way. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Oh God, we just thank you so much for your word, oh God, that just illuminates, illuminates more of your power, more of your grace, oh God, more of your loving kindness toward us, oh Lord God, and and gives us insight, oh God, into our own ways, oh Lord God. Gives us insight, oh God, into the experiences that are going on in our own lives now, oh God. I thank you. Lord God, for the book of Job and the testimony of Job, oh God, I thank you that there is room for lament. There is room, oh God, to pour out the bitterness of our soul before you, oh God, without judgment, without hesitation, without reservation, oh God, that we can cast all of our emotions, all of our cares, our raw emotions before your throne, knowing, oh God, that you hear us, knowing, oh God, that you receive uh, our complaints, oh Lord God, and that your eye has never ever lifted, oh God, from our circumstance, from our groanings, oh God. I thank you, oh God, that the testimony of Jesus Christ is that those who look to him, their faces are radiant and will never, ever be ashamed, no matter what we're going through, oh God. I thank you, oh Lord, that you indeed are the liberator. You are the God of the oppressed, oh Lord God. And we thank you, oh Lord God, that though we may be going through various trials, tribulations, oh God, maybe experiencing different sufferings, oh Lord God, and maybe even different ailments, oh God. We thank you, oh Lord, that you are with us no matter what, oh Lord God. Uh, we thank you, oh Lord God, that we can look to you and know, oh Lord God, that you are with us every step of the way. We know, oh God, that on this side, we will not be delivered from every every single suffering that we experience, from every single trial that we experience, but you promise to be with us, oh God, to even to the end of the earth, oh God. So we don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be fearful because you've given us the spirit of power, love, and self-control. Would you help us, oh Lord, to live lives, oh God, um, that are full of godliness, oh Lord God, and contentment because we know your word says that godliness with contentment is of great gain. We pray this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen.
We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee.